0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third episode of Choose Pinas OMG We're on episode number three and I think it's going to be an amazing episode up ahead My name is Mandy
1: My name is Emil
0: And yeah, welcome to Choose Pinas once again. And today we are going to be having a very special guest. You know, last week we talked to DJ John Robinson and he gave us a good bird's eye view of of the, what do you call this? The party landscape of the Philippines compared to other places around the world. And today we're going to get to take a view at the sports landscape. Here. That's right, that's right. Yeah, and around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest today. He is a British Filipino uh, international footballer. None other than Mr. Simon Greatwitch.
2: Hello, hello.
0: Hi, Simon. It's nice to see you.
2: Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Can you hear me okay?
0: Yeah, we can hear you great. We can hear you just fine.
2: Oh, you guys have got full on headphones and mics and everything. <laughs> it's yeah match it's
0: it's kind of um it's kind of our setup for work from home, you know
2: yeah yeah, and it's welcome nice
0: to chupinness. It's so nice to have you here. I've heard from Emil that you're not really that fond of um interviews, but you gave us this <laughs> chance it's amazing
2: yeah, I'll be honest it's just. I'm in, in private, with friends and family, I, I couldn't care less. I'm a bit of an idiot. I'm a little bit wild and crazy. We
0: love idiots. We love
2: idiots. Yeah. Lovely. Just for some reason, yeah, publicly. Uh, and it depends who the hosts are. Like, I think it's you bounce off the hosts a lot. So I've been on some <laughs> shows where they're all wacky and it's, it's cool. You can, you can vibe with them. And other times, it's just like, they're dead. Like, I, I'm, I'm not the one to create the vibe, so... <laughs> win reason but yeah <laughs> anyway I'm here so uh,
1: thank you thank after. you for joining the show uh, yeah tonight.
0: so um tell us about yourself How have you been man How have you been
2: Um, I think I'm one of the very few people who's kind of not really been so affected by the pandemic like for various reasons whether it's lovely either mentally and everyone feeling a bit down and upset about it all or um financially and it's just not nice a lot of people are losing their jobs and things like that um i think i'm in a privileged or blessed position that that i've been okay i've actually enjoyed the break at the start of the pandemic and then as life's moved on i decided you know what i'm gonna hustle again and and, you know keep myself busy essentially
0: yeah that's good that's great to hear and you know people can can get inspired from you with that
2: yeah a lot of friends have not so much, fan, some family, but more, yeah, some friends have just been like, yeah, they're either not, not quite depressed, but just going to have some anxiety as, as, as what's been quite common during this period or, yeah, just people I know lose their jobs or um, salary cuts and things like that. So, yeah, it's a very tough time, but we are where we are and uh, hopefully, well, who knows when life will go back to
0: <laughs> normal. Yeah.
1: Awfully, awfully. Well, it definitely is a hard time for everybody. But, you know, we are happy to hear that, you know, not everybody is uh, having challenges. So you what keeps you busy? You guys are good. I
2: guess,
1: so far, I, I cannot complain. I have okay. Mandy always with me mm-hmm. I mean, for the show, so I
0: cannot <laughs> complain. Same. I, I've been pretty feeling, you know, still blessed and positive despite everything that we're going through. So it's, it's good to hear that one of our guests is actually feeling okay and feeling fine
2: i don't know yeah, if that's some... common amongst other guests you've had you've had or everyone's just a bit like i'm miserable i'm losing a lot of money I'm...
0: well not really know, miserable I'm... you know i couldn't really say that they're miserable <laughs> Emil's not miserable he's a no. he's our first guest so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, but you know they've been greatly greatly affected but you know they're coping and they're doing yeah. things to um make the world better and i heard that you're also doing the same thing but uh, let's get to know you a little bit more. Emil here is going to ask you some questions. I hope that you okay. could answer them honestly and bravely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, first we go into the actual question. I want to ask you, what keeps you busy right now? I mean, knowing that you're so... You look so fresh. Uh, you yes. look so happy.
2: So what shame, makes I you, you happy? <laughs> I did, you had a photo think? shoot earlier. So uh, I'm actually transitioning into... I uh, kind of like your line of business as such. i say I don't like interviews but actually I'm about to uh, start a new project this month um, with a pretty large media company and I'll actually wow. be, uh, have my own column, online column. So uh, a photo shoot for that today so I shaved and tried to look semi. I want to see one of the, I think I'm, I'm awful behind the camera. I'm not very photogenic at all and we discovered today with a photographer that I don't know why. I'm just not comfortable with it. And we discovered that if I look away, like not directly at the camera, it seems to be a bit better. And that sounds a bit weird. But yeah, so that was today. Um, had a photo shoot this morning with them to launch that project. Uh, but overall what's been keeping me busy is mainly the academy. So my football academy, oh, um, lovely. Obviously none of the kids, no kids can go out and, and train right now. So um, despite us preparing for 2020. We had all our fields booked for the whole year. Uh, we had all the tournaments that we were going to enter into, all of our sponsors. Everyone was set, parents, kids, oh coaches. And everything was going crazy. We just opened up some new venues. Um, we just partnered with some new schools. So um, as Emil knows, I work with Chinese school, yep. um, home academy, and we're actually we were literally about to go into ISN. So, oh, days,
1: wow.
2: and then lockdown happened. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's very disappointing. So, what we ended up doing is transitioning to the whole online platforms. So mm-hmm. I had no idea what Zoom was until six months ago. Never even heard of it. Um, and it was actually, in fairness, in credit to my coaches. It was actually Nate Berkey, my former national team teammate, who also coaches with us. And he was showing me this app, and he was talking about Zoom. And he said, "Let's let's try it." And, and honestly, I was not comfortable to do it. I'm quite a confident person, but I was like, <laughs> "I don't want to be on a camera at home in my living room or, or dining area performing football drills and workout drills." I just wasn't. I just didn't think I would like it. So I said, "Go if you want to try it, you, you go ahead." So for about five or six weeks, we were offering it to our our players and our families for free. Um, and they loved it the response was overwhelming it got to a point where it's like right i'm going to keep paying my staff to, to do these things but then there's no money coming in essentially of so course. uh by the end of it uh, by the end of that six weeks i decided, you know what because we, 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 you know we all thought we we're going to go back after a month or was that just yeah, yeah. so we, we switched to online and every month now we probably get I've lost track, but roughly around eighty kids consistently, eighty to hundred wow. kids a month, and then we get about parents last month about yeah, fifty to sixty. I would say we were well, sorry. We then opened up to parents because they're stuck at home as well. So I was yeah. like, right. Initially, it was a fundraiser for our um, for our coaches who couldn't work for Zoom because they didn't have good enough internet or they were overweight. Um, <laughs> so they, yeah, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, some weren't physically capable. Let's not name names. Emil was probably sitting some of them around. No, but more, <laughs> it was more their internet connection. But um, So I wanted to help them as well. And I'll be honest, and it's a very sad part, was that um, one of our former coaches passed away during the lockdown. Yeah, I'm oh, so sorry to hear that, man. Uh, yeah, thank um, you. So that was difficult to, to take and to see. And I realise it's like, you know, if some, I mean, that's he, I used to play with him against him, he coached for us, he wasn't with us anymore with the academy. Not that it makes that better, but I also thought that if that happened under my watch to one of my staff for whatever reason, they they weren't getting the the, the food they needed to survive essentially or the mm-hmm. financial support. So I did a fundraiser, and no need to say the amount, but yeah, it was six figures um, that the wow. parents contributed. So in return for that, I'm not just going to steal their money and. and and you know, us coaches start drinking or whatnot. <laughs> um, so I decided that in return, we would do the adult hit session. So I was like, right, it's a donation, um, and us coaches will lead a hit session. I've never done a hit session in my life. You really tough. Um, so the, the, the parents then became active like that. So. Um, It's been really good, we're on our second month now, everyone's motivated, I'm shocked and surprised, Um, so it's been really good actually, I think that's why I've remained optimistic and happy and in a good mood, because the whole football community built around my academy has been incredible, it's it's unbelievable. You
1: you have been busy man, in the past six months. I mean, I say myself, I'm busy, but with what you've created... Wow,
2: yeah, we do it's every amazing. day. The kids will train. I'm not pitching here. This is just me being what we're doing. <laughs> no so, problem. Yeah, we, the kids train four days a week. Football. We just added starting yes Tuesday a hit session for kids now because the adults hit. were like, yeah. So the kids will do a 30 minute. We'll pound them. I led the session yesterday. It's the first oh, time I've ever led a hit session, and I was blowing out of my arse. Like I was during the session. I was like, oh my god, I've made it way too difficult. But it's too late. Um, yeah, I think, the, I think the kids have more energy than us anyway, us adults. But um, Yeah, that's true. And then yesterday evening, I've just uh, hired a new uh, female coach, actually. I um, saw it. Yeah, so loads <laughs> of the back now signing up. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do adult hit. And she, Carla is her name, and she's an absolute beast. Like, I joined the session yesterday. I, cu- I couldn't keep up. I'm, I'm, I'm really... Start of lockdown, I was a mess. I was like rice belly, like dad bod. Um, and I slowly started to get my fitness back and, and, and whatnot. But yesterday, she killed us. So, wow. I, you two promise me you're going to, uh, that should be, yeah, you have to come and try one of her workouts. Yeah. Next
0: it's a good thing We're that you're definitely. still here, though. Yeah. I be- <laughs> she didn't really kill you. She just made you stronger. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I might have to cancel the Saturday session because my mat's still wet. I was dripping. <laughs> it was disgusting. I was stopping. I was, and then obviously, you're on camera. And I'm like, obviously, I used to play football. I don't anymore. But it's like people would expect me to keep up. And I was just like, I hope they, I hope they have her on speaker view and I'm not on the gallery view because I'm, <laughs> I'm resting now. My, my hands are on the floor. Like, I can't.
1: Lovely. <laughs> lovely. So that's your present. Let's go a bit, you know, backward. Um, yeah. You used to be a very famous football player, one of my <laughs> yeah. idol in the market, oh, really? <laughs> right? Um, due to circumstances, we know that some clubs had to close, right? At that point, you had an opportunity that you could have played either for another team locally or go even abroad, right? If not mistaken, your brother went abroad, right? Why did you decide to stay in the Philippines and create this, uh, that, you know, your academy, the G8? What brought you to decide that?
2: Well whilst I was still playing uh, as actually one of my good friends and actually sort of uh, business partner in a few projects um American guy he just said to me you need to you need to have multiple streams of of income so i i'm I'm far from an entrepreneur i'm I'm not very business savvy in my mind um, and i I dropped out of school anyway like I'm not ashamed to admit <laughs> that I, I didn't finish my education, but he was just like. Yeah, you need, to, you need to set up some other projects on the side. So I was doing some football coaching already with Moralco, obviously Emil was also part of that, that group. Um, and it got down to it where it was like, um, I stopped working for Moralco um, for various reasons, let's not go into that. But then I decided to set up a little bit later my own academy. So um, and that is really ironic. I actually incorporated my own business because people were coming to me like large corporations to do team building events and in my head I was like I probably shouldn't admit this hopefully they don't watch this but what the hell do I know about team building events like <laughs> essentially they, what, what they wanted to do was a sports aspect so I was like okay I, I can do that I can I can mess around we can do some fun and games and that, that's what gave birth to that business actually because they needed an official receipt so I was like right I need mm, to set up my own yeah, business because the first time I did it I had to run it through my buddy's company and that's not a Good thing to do, really. Um, <laughs> probably, I that, probably illegal. Um, yeah, so I set up that business, and then I was like, right. One of the schools, then I was already working with Chinese school, and then another yeah. school, San Agustin, came to me to work with them. And it was at the same time. I probably started working with them in um, around October time every year. That was two thousand seventeen. And then by Christmas that year, I, uh, one of my brothers lives in the States, so we went to spend Christmas there. Um, and it was when I was in, it was around January time of 2018. Uh, um, we all just got messages on our phone basically saying, Moralco's dissolving. we just like, I was like, um, I've got like a three year contract. I was like, um, and my boss in fairness to him, he tried, Randy, you know, tried to reach right. out to me, but the time difference—he was in Europe, I was over there. We just kept missing each other. We were both busy, and it was a bit like, huh. So, huh. not a lot phases me actually. I, I wasn't <laughs> like—I so, know some people were like falling apart. I was like, what would I do in my life now? Like, this is all I know. And I was dating a girl that time, and we were there, and we were in LA together. And she was like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just need to take action." So I started getting on my phone straight away. She's like, I can't just let you be. I said, yeah. I said, getting on my phone, messaging people, agents, my brother, other teams being like, I'm just going to move on and see what happens. And yeah, like, like you said to me, I've got, you know what? I actually ended up getting some really good offers. Like, I'm
1: sure.
2: Some in Thailand, some in India. Um, and it, just, it was just like, do I really want to go and live in India? Like, yeah, people, there were some agents suggesting, um, you know, offers that was more than I was getting here. But as I'd started to build the company here of the Academy, I thought, you know what? Like I flew back to the Philippines, we had the meeting with, with Moralco to sign our release papers or whatnot, our separation pay. And I was in the meeting like in a sort of good mood, like just sort of <laughs> music and, and a good mood. Everyone else was like, Ugh. and then they were like, well, yes, they, they all wanted to still play. I said, I obviously still want to play, but I was like, enough's enough to be honest. like. Everyone thinks that being a footballer is so glamorous, and <laughs> no matter where young one, I've got buddies that still play in England and Europe that earn a fortune. They still bitch and moan. So I don't know allowed to swear or not, but they still they <laughs> Um, they 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 still have complaints about the hierarchy, the organization, and to be the honest, same. as much as I love the Philippine football, and I, I, it was so much fun. Don't get me wrong, and I, I'm so grateful to everyone who sponsored or put in the money. But at the men's level, it was, it was just a disaster, to mm-hmm. be honest. So it was getting very frustrating. And I just thought, you know what? Maybe now's the time to transition. It was kind of a the bad business. time as well because of the, um, the transfer windows. If I was to sign, I literally would have had to sign in January to move abroad. So it's kind of like I've got two to three weeks to completely change my life. I've done it before. I left New York in like five days, less than five days to come to Manila. sold my life, jumped <laughs> up and, and left. Another YOLO guy. Um, yeah, kind There's of. There's another pretty YOLO much. guy. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. I was just like, you know what? i would never really said, actually, that I'm going to retire. I just quietly went about my business, didn't entertain the agents anymore, and just started the academy. And a week before we started the academy, oh, wow, it was a summer program. I had about seven kids signed up, and I was like, What am I going to do here? Like, how can you so? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustled, and then within the space of about within the next week, uh, leading up, we had about fifty kids sign up, and by the end of the summer, we had like a hundred. I was like, okay, great, this is this is going well. Um, And yeah, it just kind of just fell into place, to be honest. And we and your
1: heart is in the Philippines.
2: Yeah, apparently so. (laughs) Apparently
0: so. (laughs) It's
2: good to know single by the way um oh okay (laughs) i
0: guess this is a good place for you to find someone or for someone to find you
2: (laughs) nah honestly i'm happy being single to help keep continue building these sort of businesses that i'm doing right now and things like that but uh yeah for sure my heart is definitely uh cemented here for now at least
1: lovely lovely what what do you like the most about the philippines um, As to women, of course.
2: Yeah, lovely Filipino <laughs> women, for sure. Um, well, it depends. I don't know if it's this is what I like about the Philippines. It just so happens that this is how I fell in. It fell into place for me. It's just when it was football, it was like right. I, I, my job is to play football. I work for two hours a day, maybe five days a week, and that's it. And you know, some of us got pr- paid pretty generously for what, what we did. Um, and it was an amazing lifestyle. So it, it just happened we were in the sunshine, besides rainy season. Yeah, yeah. You're, in, you're in the sunshine, you're out with your buddies. We're, we're all just mates within the team, getting paid <laughs> to work for two hours a day. And then um, even when I transitioned away from football, um, you know, I decided because of all the scheduling crap that used to go on, um, mm-hmm. even my brother one time at Christmas, it was something like Christmas day, and then they messaged him saying your flight is tomorrow, going to the Middle East for the Asian Cup. And I'm just like, are you guys <laughs> kidding around? Or what like, what was the crap we had to deal with. Like, I remember even even with bimoralca I don't want to talk crap about it. But the truth is, yeah, we'd be there. We'd be sat in in our homes on like a Friday evening, and then they'd be like, we may or may not fly out at five o'clock in the morning. And we just may like,
0: or may not.
2: <laughs> it's just unbelievable. The next day, so whatever reasons this was happening, I don't know. So I didn't see all the organization side of things, but yeah, so creating my own job and being my own boss now is what I really Love like them. about it as well. So I don't know if that's the fact that I'm in the Philippines that I like that because obviously technically you can do that anywhere in the world, but this mm-hmm. is where I chose to do it because although it's tough to start a business, I think the Philippines, you have so much opportunity here and I think it does help. That's I'm not enough. naive to, to oversee that. Um, you know, due to playing with the ASCALs, it opened up so many doors that you know, d- naturally opened up doors. I wasn't trying to be like, right, I'm going to become friends with him. He works for this company or I meet this person. It's happened that later in life, I opened up my own academy and I'm like, right, Jolly B, let's go, Javianas, <laughs> let's go. Like, corporations, I'm like, I have zero kids, will you support me? Yes, we will, amazing. I'll have 500 kids in the space of a year, done. Ooh.
1: You were, uh, and you are still a legend, man. Even if you stop playing football, you know that.
2: Yeah, and I yeah, think... it would be nice to carry on, but I, yeah, so that, to answer that last question, it's just I like to, 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 my own boss, have my own lifestyle, choose when I want to go to bed, choose if I want to go out for dinner, I'll fly abroad for a couple of weeks and things like that. Like, just being spontaneous. I remember last year, almost this time last year, Pacquiao was fighting in Vegas, and I was like, all my buddies went... And there's so many, I love boxing, and I especially love Manny, Pinoy Pride and all that. But so many fights that I missed because of our scheduling problems with the teams before. Like, Mm -hmm. you just couldn't get out. Even when it was the Mayweather fight, it was like, let us go, please, let us, and then you just couldn't get out. So the last year, it was like a Sunday night, and everyone had booked, it was like six days to the fight, and my, my, these clowns they added me to a chat group and they're like look we're going to this club on this night we're going to this restaurant this is what's happening like last chance are we adding you to the list done let's go booked my (laughs) flight went to LA for two days looked I literally flew next morning and that's that I can control that so it was kind of like weird and random. flew out on the Monday flew back on the Sunday after and I probably only missed two or three academy sessions and I next never miss an academy session but the business got to a point where all the coaches were reliable, had a good admin staff, and it kind of was on autopilot. So, yeah, the lifestyle is certainly a reason why I love it here. Awesome.
1: Lovely. lovely. Mandy, you know. want to ask anything?
0: No. <laughs> I forgot what Very I was... Good? Yeah, yeah was on, you know, I was so hooked into what he was saying. I was so in <laughs> the zone. and I, I was actually feeling that. Like, yeah, I do miss that lifestyle. I wish I, there's some bar that we that we can go to and drink right now.
2: I can get the key to my bar if you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, Simon is everywhere. I mean, we were supposed I work with Simon a lot of in the past with the G8 and I'm actually an on call coach for G8 Academy, right? Simon? Oh. He says
2: it more than half the time. 90% of the time he says no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, because you text me like at midnight for the morning. So. <laughs> Who okay, does so, that? <laughs> right. I think it got used to it from the past, but <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, let's go a bit more on the Filipino. A Few last questions before we let you go. What's your favorite Filipino dish? Mm.
2: that's such a that everyone asks that question. Come on.
0: Yeah, we we want to know. Yeah, we
1: want to know. Okay, I'll change it. I've, or...
2: I've literally just no, i literally just had some sinigang na hipon, and, and oh, just, my, my my. I still call it yaya. My my house help, made it, but I, <laughs> you know, I love everything everything Shanghai um, Pansit um, Sinigang
1: Balut
0: <laughs> okay
2: so you must be the
0: second person who's right. no.
2: <laughs> so in nope put me in a Filipino buffet and I'll have about five plates that I'll destroy everything like I love it I, I literally it's one of my favorite cuisines so yeah Lovely. there's a few that I do really like good to uh, know and
1: what would be your favorite place in the Philippines mm-hmm that you have visited so far
2: yeah i for me we 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 make magic and and, and memories in boracay like that place boracay yeah i've been to boracay uh, i'm banned
1: i'm <laughs> banned by my wife
0: from boracay
2: okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah i went there once with an ex and had an amazing time um, I also went there once with a couple of buddies and we got was single at that point and we went a bit wild and crazy, it was amazing. And we also went one time um, with like five or six teammates or, and, and then some other friends on top of that. And oh my goodness, that was the time, Pacquiao, sorry Pacquiao, Mayweather fought um, Conor McGregor. And we were just, we went down to Barakai, all of us were just having a good time partying and then we ended up um, watching that fight and we still had some bottles left in that bar we were at from the night before. And we're like, well, well let's just bring them out and give them to somebody because we're leaving anyway. We are flying out in the afternoon. Then, they, then during the flight, they never drank the bottles because I think it was morning. So, so you're not going to drink them? No. So we, we were like, yeah, let's just have a few drinks. That like was around lunchtime already. So we stopped drinking. And then it got to like two hours before our flight. And we were like, we should probably get going. And I was like... Nah, I'm staying. <laughs> so, like, we ended up just staying. And ironically, we called, I called the airline. I was like, look, we missed our flight. Like, can we, we switch? And I'm like, yeah, you can be on the one in the next month. I was like, how much? I'm like, it's free. I'm not going to name oh, the airline. Wow. But I'm like, what? We've we, we already missed our flight. And you're just going to put us on. Yeah, great. We'll have another night in Baraka. But after <laughs> that trip, we were destroyed. So, yeah, Baraka is one. I really liked... Um, old Chargal times, old times. Yeah, I'd probably say Baraka, Chargal... And, yes. Um, Plowing, various areas of I haven't been to El Nido yet, which
1: I... Oh, I love El Nido. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never um, been, you're been to Koran.
2: You have been.
0: I've that never been happened. to Koran.
2: Koran was lovely. Yeah. The eye hopping was yeah. paradise. Yeah. Wow. Mm, so, nice. Yeah, but Boracay's top, for sure. For sure. Boracay.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that was old time of Boracay. Le Boracay. Now I don't yeah. think...
2: Uh, yeah, there. correct. I correct. guess it's oh, so wait, really... So when- yeah. Right, yeah
0: do you do you love beaches yeah i guess i guess it's the beaches that you go to mainly right yeah, well even in
2: manila manila's magical like <laughs> <something happens> <laughs> there's a manila bay <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so. literally like yeah even obviously pre-pandemic you could i mean i'm a retired party boy i, I admit i used to like a little bit too much alcohol but you know, even if you do go out, it's five o'clock in the morning. There's always still something to do. You could, well, even if you could just go and grab a bite to eat, or there's an after party. There's always something happening. Whereas where I'm from in England, it's like right bars close at three, and then you sort of just go home. But you know, there are still some places you go after hours. But here, it's just everything's so close. I mean, I live in BGC, like you can just a stone's throw away from a catty pub, Lesion, etc. Yeah, but, yeah We're pretty much near everywhere. Time. Yeah, correct. So
1: lovely. Yeah. Nice. You know, I'm so amazed of Simon because I don't know. I've been with this guy so much. We were supposed to go to Singapore together, but because of your football schedule, we weren't yeah. able to. Yeah. He sent me <laughs> of, He sent me one week in Singapore with 50 kids. So you can imagine. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> yes. So. It's a good
0: thing that's, that you're great um, with kids, man.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I know.
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. It's even back then, like we were building businesses back then, or building sort of the youth football community. And yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't go. And I was like, Emil, you need to go, or else like I just, I just, it was just someone I trusted to go. And uh, by all accounts, you guys had a wild time. So
1: it was amazing. Yeah. Best, not really best experience because you weren't there. But so far, it was a good experience.
2: Paid holiday <laughs> for you a holiday yeah
1: <laughs> um so yeah before we go um any message that you want to you know to share to the audience or aspiring mm-hmm. footballer in the Philippines we know that uh football in the Philippines is growing um if you're looking back you know uh, 10 years from uh, ago compared now slowly mm. it's growing right now we kind of have a more competitive uh, any message to the young audience yes
2: yeah, so a lot like you say there i think within the within the youth of Philippine football it's growing like ridiculous amount like far far more than I ever expected like I think there's more kids I wouldn't say more kids because I can't but from what I see just from going to the schools the participation numbers in football is definitely pushing basketball or giving it a run for its money so that's at the youth level watching wow. at the adults level have lost track now what you might know better than me what's what's left five six teams at the professional level yeah
1: they're only
2: out of those maybe two are left like paying like to to, to be able to live the rest kind of just doing it because they love football um but essentially um you just never know so before you could sort of inspire those young kids to be like hey you can make a living out of football in the philippines i mean as the current climate right now, they still can, but it may not be in the Philippines. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many players now from the Philippines going to Thailand or other countries in Southeast Asia to, you know, be it a more stable uh, league or, you know, fans are watching the games because, you know, or it's pandemic now, but even pre-pandemic, no one's really watching. It's really sad to see. And that's why I, I, I stopped continuing because I didn't see the, you know, the progression. So I wanted to start something new, but. I think the message to the kids would be, you know just enjoy it first and foremost it's an amazing sport, whether it's mm-hmm. whether you have a good ability or not. Um, the camaraderie and the you know life skills that you'll get from it is, is something you don't get from the classroom so yeah, growing up, you know I had my buddies in school, but then your school buddies were typically all your your, your, your boys that played in the football team with you, so it's nice to have those um the morals or um, um, togetherness from football um, and just life lessons you can learn. If you have a good coach, it's important. Like, you could have a rubbish coach and not have a good experience, yeah. but if you have a good coach, inspiring, uh, can push you. And some of my staff in the academy, uh, I get, obviously, I wouldn't hire them if they weren't good, but I've done incredible things with these kids. Like, I'm not taking full credit that that coach or our academy's done that, but from feedback from the parents, you get kids that are shy, quiet um it's just not confident and literally after a few months training with us they come out of their shell because you know just the interaction and things like that and then some kids that I used to look at and I'm like oh they're not very good but you know you know we'll we'll train them to see if they get better Mm -hmm. and some of them turn out to be incredible like incredible talented footballers but not only that so rewarding to see them personality wise we have one kid right now that sticks in my mind that's U11 he came to us at U9 to complain, I've got stomach problems. Coach, can I come off? Like, I'm really shy, um, average at football, used to make mistakes. Now he's probably one of the best in his team in his age group. he even join the zooms, he's an absolute monster. I make him <laughs> train with our older kids, like 15, 16, 17 years old. But you know, his parents support him, which obviously helps. But he's just worked so hard that ability wise. Incredible. We even took him to Bangkok with us for an international trip, which unbelievable. But his personality, now we're on Zooms, he's the first to log in, he'll start saying hi coach, he's the (laughs) last to leave. Like they're the story that I like where it's really um, improving both them as as footballers and their their personality and things like that. So you never know. Some of these kids as they do progress through the ranks in the youth football, if it means their next step or their goal is to get into a, a college team, a UAAP, for example. Um, or NCAA then great if that's what they want to do and we can help them in that stepping stone to get there then then,
1: definitely
2: yeah for sure or I'm also literally about to sign a a partnership with with a group where Will offer scholarships for them to go to America. So wow. it's at the point where I can see these kids are so talented, but their goal might not be to become a professional football player. So at least we're creating avenues for them. Do you want to go to college in in, in the Philippines where you can get a scholarship through football or soccer? You can also now do it um, if you want to go abroad. So that's what we're gonna give just creating opportunities for them. Um, And then if they do want to go pro or have the chance of going pro, then, you know, we have decent connects in in, obviously in the Philippines and then some in Southeast Asia to try and help them along their way. But I mean, even Emil knows, you see people like William Valtos. He's now in in Wake Forest. I know. I used to
1: train that child. I used to be the coach of that child. And now it's like...
2: You see those kids. I mean, he came to Singapore with us. So,
1: you
2: know... He's, I don't think he was a starting player, but he's still in the roster of a Division One. And that's one of the comfortably top ten, if not top five, schools in the States that you want to go to. Um, so, yeah, you see and even other kids. Uh, Pena, uh, Justin. Yes. Justin Pena has now gone to the States. Miguel de Mesa. These kids are being placed now abroad. William Winter's gone back to England, but placed. So... Yeah, and these, I used to
1: train you know, all of them together yeah. with That's Simon. amazing.
0: You guys are amazing. <laughs> this work that you do, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure that it's inspiring others.
2: Right. And even mm-hmm. some of the kids then they even ended up making it to the professional ranks in the Philippines, like Nico Quintana um, played for Global last year. And I know football isn't where it was, but that's still a pretty um, respectable achievement for him to go from – I still think of these kids as these young, you know, 13, 14 year that we used to work with, <laughs> and now they're playing with men so wow yeah i just there hope all that. The kids, you know, we can continue to inspire them whether it's as a coach or um even sometimes a parent will ask me can you just offer him some advice whether it's life advice I'm not sure i'm the right guy <laughs> to go with it, but, the best. <laughs> so it's, but
1: it's it's safe to say that the youth development football development skill it's pretty strong mm-hmm. in the philippines, I think in the philippines.
2: So, yeah, right. so competitive and um yeah, yeah i think that the, there's a lot of talent out there for sure
0: great awesome great, great. awesome so um we'd like you to please invite our uh, viewers to like your pages or follow you in you know in all your endeavors please go ahead sure.
2: yeah yeah if anyone wants to try our uh, online classes whether it's for kids or adults football or hit sessions um if the dads want to have a pretty female coach doing the workout on cam then they're welcome to join um, awesome so yeah we are four times a week they can follow us uh at G8 Academy on Facebook and Instagram and um, Simon Great, which is my uh, social media handle.
0: Awesome. Anyone awesome.
2: wants a free trial. Uh, they can message us on the social media and they're welcome to have a free trial so they can experience it.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you so much for the time that you gave us and um, we hope and we wish you well for your future endeavors. Hope that we could reconnect with you anytime, any, any of these days. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Simon Greatwitch. Please do follow him on his social media, G8 Academy and at Simon Greatwitch. I actually did my stocking a few minutes ago before we did the show. So. <laughs> also, thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Thank my you, Simon. Mandy. Thank yeah. you, mate. My name is Mandy. Please follow me on Instagram. That's at Mandy Nocum and Emil.
1: And my name is Emil. Follow me on Instagram. It's underscore Emiliano Romano.
0: Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen.